Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> oh, this one's going to be a juicy one. Oh, it's going to be a good one, mate. Oh, man, have we got a podcast for you. Yeah, this podcast, I'll be honest, has been weeks in the making. It has taken me so long to put the script together for this one, and I can't wait to get into the topic, man. It's to finally get that off my chest, to talk about it. Anyway, move on, Rab. <laughs> we'll get to this week's topic eventually. But first of all, we have to go through your introductions then, don't we? So, yes, welcome. This is the Big Rab Show podcast. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon where you can go over there to Patreon, click on support and for five bucks a month you get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Now I mean loads of extra stuff, especially if you want to see all of our on the ground reports from the World Championships from the last two years. Yeah, uh, one of them actually is about an hour and a half long, the other one is just over the hour, an hour and five minutes long. So, yeah, tons of great performance clips, on-the-ground reports, little video diaries, exclusive interviews, episodes of Rab Show Plus, as well as our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, uh, which gets uploaded there every week as well. So, yeah, tons of great stuff. Never been a better time to be part of the Patreon faithful. Patreon faithful! Yep, go on ahead. Click support. Yeah, and you can be immediately awesome. Right, uh, so, I know, that's shameless, isn't it? But every podcast has it now at this point, so, yeah, why not? Go and get your hands on all that extra stuff. Okay, so, introductions out of the way, let's get into listener mail, shall we? Bigrabshow at gmail.com, that address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, our listener mail this week has been absolutely inundated with one thing and one thing only, and that has been the Big Rab Show awards <laughs> yeah last week we spoke all about the big rab show awards and we opened all of the categories and stuff and we have been receiving in nominations like crazy so thank you to everyone who's been sending these in uh, we've got so many really interesting ones actually tons of great nominations coming in and uh yeah we'll talk more about that in news and updates and stuff but just to let you know there won't be any listener mail this week uh, because it's all been dominated by the nominations. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into more Rab Show Awards stuff later on. Uh, but, yeah, that's by way of uh, explanation why possibly your email has not made it to the air this week because it's been absolutely swamped with nomination emails. So, yeah, <laughs> that's it. All right, moving on, moving on. So we have listener mail done and out of the road. Let's get into the next bit of the show then. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. 
trust. Yes. This week's word of the week is trust. Now, yeah, that kind of does feed into our topic of the week, doesn't it? Hmm, that's cryptic, but we'll get into that. But yeah, trust. This week's word of the week is trust because we believe that a lot of us in the piping scene, um, we need to be able to trust our band leaders, our pipe majors, our tutors for that matter. Uh, it's came in recent days for myself whenever I've been learning a lot of piping stuff recently and whenever I've been learning a particular tune. All right, say I'm, I've been stuck on a couple of bars and I just can't get it and I get so frustrated and then, ugh, I, right, I get really angry at myself and then I must kind of, well, trust the process. Yeah, uh, my tutor has also, well, Andrew, he's shown me various different ways to cope with this whenever this happens, you know, step away from it, take a break, come back at it another time, and believe it or not, you'll your fingers will fly around it. And so, you know, this time, I showed a bit of trust, and I said, okay, that's what Andrew says, you know, my tutor, Andrew, shall they shout out to him, he says, right, okay, Rob, step back, step back, chill out, go and have a watch at the telly for 10 minutes, whatever, step away from that ball of frustration that is that sheet music in front of you. And then, you know, you get that mental headspace, you know, and you come back at it maybe, you know, the next evening or whatever, and by trusting that process, and yeah, it pays dividends. So that's what I found in my own practice this last while, trusting the process. I remember whenever I was starting out snare drumming, uh, you know, when you're learning your rudiments and stuff, and you're doing your mommy, daddy's, piedals, and flam fives, whatever, and your seven-stroke rolls, and you're thinking, I'm never going to get this, and it doesn't sound anything like what I'm listening to right now on this Field Marshal album. You know, how am I going <laughs> to how am I going to play what those guys are playing in FM when all I'm here doing, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, but trust the process, you know? Trust the building blocks that you're learning, and before you know it, yeah, you could well be on the big stage thumping out the big tunes with the rest of them, you know? So trust goes a long, long way and and everything that we do here in the piping scene. We must trust that our tutors have our best intentions and that they are teaching us in a way, in a process that may not, you know, totally agree with what we're trying to do. You know, okay, right, I know you want to play with the Red Hot Chili Pipers, but before you do, you might have to play... Mary's wedding. Before you start going in and start playing Clumsy Lover and big tunes like you know, tripping up the stairs. You know, maybe don't start there. Maybe start at Mary's wedding. Uh, you know, a little yeah. There you go. Trust. I think that's enough for this week's word of the week. I think you know what you're trying to say here. But yeah, trust the process. Trust in your leadership. I guess goes a long way. Trust in your tutors. Trust the process. Trust is this week's word of the week. And no doubt will be cropped up again in this week's topic of the week. <clears throat> we'll talk more about that later. But uh, yeah, there you go. And as for Weekly Drone, which would be our very next feature normally, here on the Big Rab Show, we normally go from Word of the Week into Weekly Drone. Well, we're actually going to bring a Weekly Drone to you in this week's topic. Because as I'm sure you will imagine, this week's topic of the week is a huge issue in the piping scene. And we've received a wealth of correspondence on this. And we're going to be bringing it, well, warts and all, I guess, to this week's topic. We're going to be addressing a lot of the concerns that you folk have been raising out there. And we've also received a number of Weekly Drones. So... Yeah, this week's Weekly Drone will be in the topic, so that'll be later on in the show. So you will hear JD this week. Shout out to JD! Woo! Legend. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be in this week's topic. 
All right, so let's move on then sharply, shall we? Yeah, I guess time for What's the Crack? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey, Rob, what's the crack this week? So, the crack this week, well, we have to talk about the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition. Oh my word, what a competition that was, and we have to talk about it. Plus there was loads of other solo piping that happened all across. We had the Northern Ireland Piper of the Year competition. There's so much. We'll get into all of the solo piping that happened over the course of the weekend past. Uh, But also, we have to talk about, well, right now it's nomination season. The Scots Trad Music Awards have opened their doors for nominations, as well as the Big Rab Show Awards. So we'll talk more about those both as well. Because the closing dates for those are fast approaching. We also have to talk about Celtic Connections as they have launched their full lineup for 2024. Well, at least a good bit of it anyway. And but definitely a very exciting announcement for piping fans. So we're gonna want to talk about that, of course, as well. Also, our good friends Rora have announced quite an exciting gig in January as part of Celtic Connections. That's another one we'll have to catch. We have to talk about the National Piping Centre as well, because they've recently picked up quite a big award. Uh, We'll talk about that too. We have an announcement of a brand new lead tipper at Kilbarkin Pipe Band, and we'll have to chat about that. And we also got a huge announcement for an upcoming concert featuring St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band, and we'll have to get into all of it. Right, there's just so much in this week's show, we'll just have to move straight on to all the news and updates at this point, shall we? McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. 
Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okie dokie, let's get into everything that's been happening this past week. It's been quite a busy week in the piping scene, and we do have a lot to get our teeth into here. So before we get into everything, the first news story I did want to bring a brief attention to was the Scottish Piping Society of London are currently looking for volunteers. So if you're ready, willing, and able to volunteer at the event, which is going to be taking place on the 3rd and 4th of November, then they are wanting to hear from you. Yeah. This competition is honestly one of the biggest in the solo scene. Obviously, in comparison to the Glenfiddich, it's up there as being one of the best. Uh, so if you are able to volunteer at this, then, yeah, go on ahead. I think they're looking for people like stewards and runners and things like that just to help the event run smoothly. So if you are interested, then go and check them out on their social media, Scottish Piping Society of London, or you can email them, info at scottishpipingsocietyoflondon.co.uk. There you are. So it's a great opportunity, actually. It's very rare that they do seek volunteers like this um so hey if you're in the area of london then why not yeah that's quite an awesome opportunity there for sure all right so let's talk about it the new zealand young piper of the year 2023 what an incredible competition that was ourselves here in the big rab show of course we were all across it we live streamed everything from the main stage competition we had all of the p-brick we had all the light music as well uh, which was the msr competition and then we even had the impromptu kind of um yeah like a freestyle medley event which was held out in the foyer i guess as they were getting ready to draw the prizes and that was a lot of fun so i have to say full congratulations to campbell wilson again deserved champion i think honestly what a fantastic performance both at Peabrook and at the hornpipe jig and msr he managed to lift all three there so and then winning it overall so the runner-up on the day of course was nicholas weston as well so well done there now if you are curious at all as to what happened at the new zealand young piper of the year well you can go back and watch all of those performances just check them out on the rab show youtube facebook twitter we've live streamed it everywhere um, it was a bit of a sleepless night, not going to lie, uh, because of the time difference with New Zealand and the UK. That meant that, yeah, I was literally up all night uh, listening to Peabrook from about 8.30pm to about 11am. So that was a long one, but I had so much fun presenting all of this. Uh, so yeah, fair play to Campbell, really stellar. Uh, I don't know, that's fantastic. I don't know many times Campbell's won this now, uh, but many times, uh, but well deserved. Fantastic stuff. Also, I have to give a, a well an honourable mention uh, to... Well, I did mention the freestyle medley competition that they ran, which was kind of like an aside. This was kind of, well, you know, we're going to fill some time here and we might as well put a wee competition in here for a freestyle medley event. And so that's what they did. It was very informal. People were sitting around chatting, you know, having a beer or two, having the crack. And then every now and again, a piper would walk up on stage and thump out some big tunes. Well, some of these kids were playing tunes... Whew, absolutely melt your face. Uh, there's one piper I really want to mention here that I was so impressed with, and that was Seamus. Seamus Eads, you call him. And the medley selection that Seamus managed to perform, wow, I don't know, really impressed me. In fact, all of the medley performances that were played in that freestyle competition 
So enjoyable. Yeah. So shout out to everybody there who was involved at the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. I do know there is a huge amount of people behind the scenes that make that event possible every year, uh, as well as all the technical team that I was in contact with throughout the day as part of the live stream. Um, So, yeah, I know the amount of work that goes into running this huge event. And, yeah, to all of the competitors, the judges, all of the backstage crew, shout out to all of you. Another stellar event. The New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition will be opening its doors again in 2024. And no doubt we will be keeping you across all the details of it as it happens. But this competition just seems to get better and better every year. And yeah, fair play to Campbell. Walking away with the title again, but with a thousand dollars $1, in his sparring for the trouble. So there you are. Fair play to you. <laughs> New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. Looking forward to next year's now. Yeah, great stuff. All right, let's move on. Okay, I did tease you there a little bit about the upcoming concert featuring St. Lawrence Atul, so we'll get into that. Now, this is all going to be held in Aberdeen's Music Hall on the 27th of April. Yes, hosted by Bucksburn and District Pipe Band. Yeah, the concert is basically called Slot Inspired 2024. There you are. So, if you ever do want to see these guys live and you're in the Aberdeenshire area, then... There you are, now's your chance. Uh, yeah, thankfully I've managed to see St. Lawrence live now quite a few times, and honestly, their concert stuff is incredible. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to this. You know, we know the St. Lawrence has had a cracking season this year, and uh, yeah, whenever they hit the stage, they can absolutely entertain. So, yeah, for, I, I, I'm absolutely so excited for this. So, fair play to Bucksburn and District for hosting this, and uh, yeah, cannot wait to see St. Lawrence on stage. So, get that date in your diary, folks. St. Lawrence Atul Inspired 2024, that'll be on Saturday, April 27th, in the Aberdeen Music Hall. There you are. Exciting stuff. So on the topic of uh, concerts and stuff, another one was announced just recently as part of the full lineup for the Celtic Connections Festival, which is next year. Yeah, January, February next year, the Celtic Connections Festival opens its doors again, and there is a wealth of content there for piping fans. And none more so than their huge pipe band concert that they've announced. Yeah, did you manage to catch this? <laughs> uh, yeah, ever, ever since this was announced, I think a lot of people are out furiously trying to get tickets for this. People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, Caledonia will be on stage as part of the Celtic Connections Festival. This will be the lunchtime concert, as it's now famously become known as, on uh, yeah February 3rd. So if you are looking tickets for it. Go to the Celtic Connections website. That's where you go. So if you do want to see our current world champions in concert early next year, there's your golden opportunity right there. So a lunchtime concert. Yeah, and I'm not sure if we have a confirmed venue yet. I might need to double check the website and see exactly where that's being held. I don't know if the Royal Concert Hall has finished its refurbishments yet. Not sure, uh, but you can check the Celtic Connections website for full details, and I'll maybe have to do my homework on that one. But yeah, that's exciting though, isn't it? Now, for piping fans, of course, there's a wealth of other great music out there, including bands such as Celtic Odyssey. We have Skippinish, Scaravore, Carlos Nunez, which is one of my favourites. Love that guy. Uh, we have Stramash as well. Uh, Catherine Tickle. I love Catherine's music. In fact, I've been playing a lot of it on Fuse this last while. If you want to hear what Catherine does, go and tune in to Fuse. Uh, we also have John Mulhern, of course. We have Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton. And we have Brayback. Bridget Campbell, we have Rora, that big gig I mentioned as well. That's yeah, that's going to be taking place in the Barrowlands. Oh, 
my word, that's going to be exciting. We also have Ali Levac, of course, from Project Smock will be there. Uh, we have the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland as well, uh, doing a bit of a traditional music show, a bit of a showcase kind of thing, along with a wealth of other events like Come and Try, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's tons at the National Piping Centre throughout Celtic. So for full information on all of this, those are just some of the highlights that I managed to pick out, but you can go to the Celtic Connections website right now, check the full listings, and grab tickets for all of these concerts that you see. Uh, yeah, seriously. This is one of the biggest festivals uh, that's up there with Pipe and Live, I would argue. But to see so many Pipe and Acts included in this year's Celtic, that's really encouraging, you know, uh, to see that piping music's being reflected in so many different ways and stages across Glasgow. That, that's fantastic. So, yeah, shout out to Celtic Connections. Really exciting announcement. And, yeah, looking forward to seeing People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate hit the stage as part of that big concert. Yeah, that's always a big one, that. You know, that that's up there with doing the pre-Worlds concert, you know. So, yeah, shout out to People's Ford, the Boggies, hitting the stage then as part of Celtic. That's exciting stuff right there. There you go. All right. Well, I know at this point it's a bit unusual to bring this into the conversation, but we did get a bit of a voicemail for an event that's going to be happening in the next few weeks. Now, I was a bit reticent thinking, was this dates for your diary? Mm, Not really. Well, it kind of is. But is this uh, listener mail? Well... Not really, it kind of is, but we figured we'd drop it in at this point, because it is part of the news and updates to let you folks know that something cool is happening. So, let's open the door to JD. JD, what's happening, mate? Hey, Rab, JD here. Just wanted to give you a quick shout and plug the Charleston Scottish Games. The games are coming up on November 4th, and the registration is open until October 21st. Charleston, South Carolina has not seen a band contest since before COVID. We had a, of course, the COVID year, and then we had a huge nor'easter storm rainout games in 2021. 2022, the budget had not yet recovered from two bust years, and so this will be our first band contest in a little while. We're looking forward to a great one, and the EUSPBA has graciously designated it as the Grade 5 Championship in the South. So any bands who are still not quite yet decided, or soloists, please see this as your signal to sign up today. And anybody who wants to come over from overseas, the weather's still wonderful here. I think the high today was probably in the mid-20s Celsius, mid-70s, high-70s Fahrenheit. So come on down, come hang out at the beach, play some bagpipes. We'll have a great time. Take care. (laughs) Fantastic stuff, JD. Yeah, and here, I could be tempted to jump on a plane and get some sunshine right now because it's freezing here. Uh, Well, I suppose it is coming into the autumn. Uh, So, yeah, why complain? But, yeah, why not? Send us in your own voicemail if you have your own event and that coming up. And, yeah, you can get a shameless plug on the show here, too. Why not? Thanks, JD. Good to hear about that, mate. And, uh, yeah, it's good to hear that this event is kind of building itself back up post-COVID. So, really looking forward to seeing you all hitting the grass. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get little video clips and stuff and photos, perhaps, of performances and things happening. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. Cheers, JD. Appreciate that. All right. 
Let's move on. Another little news story then. Now, we did manage to feature this one time before. We were talking about the website Pipe Tunes and the massive archive that they have and that they're continuing to add to. Well, they made an announcement not too long ago um, saying that they have now launched a brand new YouTube channel. Yeah. So if you do want to have a search for it, it's just basically called Pipe Tunes. And they have a wealth of content over there. I mean... A wealth of content. <laughs> There's so much over there that talks about even, you know, fundamentals even. that talks about all elements of bagpiping, never mind just playing tunes. So it talks about how to tie in a bag, how to season a hide bag, all that stuff, how to oil your stocks and everything. Um, you know, how to recover a lost pipe read and stuff. Like, that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, even down from the very fundamentals as to an introduction to bagpipes. How do they work all the way through to actually play in tunes, as well as giving you access to some of their archive and a lot of the stuff that, uh, you know, that may not have seen the light of day otherwise, other than on this YouTube channel. So, yeah, shout out to Pipe Tunes. Quite an excel- exciting development, I have to say. So, yeah, we're already subscribed, of course, and have been thoroughly enjoying this uh, YouTube channel. So you should, got, you should got, go and check it out, too. I could just about talk. Yeah, go and check that out, Pipe Tunes, on YouTube. Indeed. Okay, briefly, I want to give a shout-out to the North of Scotland branch of the RSPBA, uh, where they held quite a successful workshop there at Gordon Schools. 65 people in total managed to attend, pipers, drummers, tenor drummers, and was, yeah, just all-round successful, I think. Uh, so, obviously, this is kind of the precursor to further, and you know, education and exams, and that's coming in the next few months. But, hi, just full congratulations to everyone there at the North of Scotland branch, this workshop seemed to be fantastic. So well done to everybody involved, to all of the participants as well as the tutors as well. Uh, yeah, fantastic event there. So shout out to the North of Scotland branch. Excellent stuff. So also this past weekend, uh, we had the Northern Ireland Piper of the Year competition, which was held in Ballymena. And yeah, we have to say a full congratulations to James Fraser of Field Marshal Montgomery, who walked away the overall champion. Now to do so, he picked up the Peabrook competition as well as the MSR. So yeah, lifting the overall championship as well. Congratulations, James. And also I have to give a shout to Mark Warnock as well uh, from Tully Lagan Pipe and he managed to win the Junior Piper of the Year. So congratulations. So that's an event that I've been sort of fascinated with for years now. Uh, it is an invitational as far as I'm aware. I have yet to attend it. I know it's in the Adair Arms Hotel every year in Balamina, but it always seems to pass me by. I never actually get to it. So, I don't know. Uh, this year I was live streaming the New Zealand Young Piper event, so perhaps I couldn't have got to it, but... Hi, it's one of these events that I'm definitely going to have to get to at some point. But yeah, congratulations to all of the competitors there. And of course, to James Fraser, who picked up the overall title. Uh, Yeah, Northern Ireland Piper of the Year. Congratulations, James. So also keeping it a bit focused on Northern Ireland for a little while, I have to give a bit of a shout out to Ravara Pipe Band, who were in concert recently at a bit of a fundraiser. Shout out to Ravara. These guys sounded brilliant. Great stuff. Also, I have to give a shout out to, well, the Scottish Fiddle Orchestra were playing here in the Ulster Hall. And you might think, Rab, that fiddles, what's that got to do with piping? Well, yeah, Jack McGowan, of course, and Derek Werner, of course, from Drumlock Pipe Band, were both playing with the Scottish Fiddle Orchestra over the weekend. So, yeah, shout out to Jack and Dave. You guys were awesome. Played a great tune and managed to see a pile of little clips and stuff. It's great to see local pipers playing along with such a huge act, such as the Scottish Fiddle Orchestra. And, uh, yeah, the music was brilliant. So, fair play. 
So if you haven't managed to see those clips and stuff, of course, we've managed to share them out on the Rab Show socials. Go and check those out. So shout out to Drumlock Pipe Band. And yeah, fair play, lads. Well done. <laughs> also, this past weekend, we have to talk about the Nickel Brown Amateur Invitational Competition. Uh, well, that took place as well. And our overall champion was Colin Forrest. Yes, with 21 points in total. Second place was Cameron Bonner. Gillian uh, Blaney was third. And fourth was Will Shropshire. And fifth was Henry Pollock. There you go. So, fair play to you all. I, I haven't seen any of the performances from this, unfortunately, uh, but I am going to have to have a good listen through if I can. I'm going to have to try and do a bit of a digging uh, to try and find out and see, yeah, just what was going on. Uh, but especially the Peabrook performance by Colin, apparently, the overall champion, uh, was really quite special. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Colin Forrest, the winner of the Nickel Brown Invitational. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be looking forward to this event next year, no doubt. But, yeah, congratulations to our champion there and to everyone who took part in that. This event seems to be growing and growing every year. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to continue following it as always. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, the standards just keep rising, don't they? There you go. All right. So, as we mentioned in What's the Crack, we are smack bang in the middle of nomination season. Yes, the Scots Trad Music Awards have opened their doors again to nominations. And ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we've opened the Big Rab Show Award for nominations as well. And as we mentioned in Listener Mail, our mailbox is absolutely filled to overflowing with tons of nominations that are flying in. Yeah. So let's talk about Rab Show Awards first of all, shall we? Yeah, we have categories such as Most Improved Band, Best Tenor Flourishing, Best Venue, Best Dressed, Best Competitive Band Medley Performances. We've had some interesting ones with that. Uh, Also, Coolest Bass Drum, Drum Major of the Year, Coolest Drums, Best Concert or Live Performance, Best Social Media, Best Band Tent or Gazebo, uh, Best New Product or Innovation, Best Beard, of course. Also, then, we have Band of the Year and the Big Rab Show Legend Award. Now, nominations for the Big Rab Show Awards are closing soon. 5 p.m. UK time on the 14th of October. So, depending on when you're listening to this, you haven't got long. So, make sure you get your nominations emailed in to us by the 14th before 5 p.m. UK. Otherwise, your nomination will not be counted. All right? Now... We also have to talk about the Scots Tribe Music Awards because, uh, yeah, they've opened their doors as well. Now, we are closing our nominations on the Saturday, uh, but the Scots Tribe Music Awards, they're giving you an extra day. Their nominations close on Sunday 15th. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go along to Hands Up for Trads. You can go to their website and place your nomination. Now, obviously, ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we got nominated for this last year and we were absolutely starstruck we were dumbfounded as well that we were not expecting this and was wow i don't know it was incredible uh, so <clears throat> to even be in the conversation is an absolute privilege and yeah to say that we were nominated last year was absolutely fantastic so we want to do it again <laughs> so we would ask you folks out there listeners of the big rab show podcast if you have a minute or two then head on over there and drop us a little nomination for trad music in the media it is the sixth category in the online survey so you do have to go to page number two so yeah go and find number six trad music in the media and type it in the big rab show and then of course you can type in all your other favorites as well 
you know, there's tons of other categories there, like album of the year, venue of the year. Uh, there's even one there for graphic designer of the year as well. Tutor of the year, uh, musician of the year, all this kind of, There's so many different categories here. But honestly, whenever I say this, like this is, I don't know, it's like the Grammys, but it's not really the Grammys. It's like the Oscars of the trad scene. It is, honestly, it's a big deal, you know, Uh I, I just can't get across the gravity of this. Like, truly, this is a big, big deal for Scott's trad fans. Uh, so, hey, I don't know. Will we be in the conversation? I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. But we're going to ask you guys if you've ever enjoyed anything we've done over the last 350-plus episodes. And, uh, yeah, we would ask you, go on ahead. Drop us in a wee nomination, and you never know. If we end up in the race, then, of course, we're going to be back asking you for your vote. But uh, you have to be in it to win it, I guess. So, yeah, we're being really cheeky. And we're asking you, well, hey, why not drop us in a nomination? You know, why not? You have all the way up until Sunday, the 15th of October, to get your nomination in for us. And, uh, yeah, go on ahead. Go and check the website. Drop us in a nomination for Trad Music in the Media, number 6th. Sixth category there. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic stuff. Do what you can. Hmm. All right. I'm going to have to give a brief mention to Burnt Island and District Pipe Band uh, because they managed to run a solo competition over the course of the weekend. And, uh, man, looking at the amount of entries for this competition, it seemed to be absolutely huge. Now, we've done what we can to try and find the results and stuff. Uh, but, of course, we haven't been able to manage to turn those up. But... As soon as we are, we will definitely share those out on our socials. But just wanted to give a shout out to Burnt Island District. Yeah, it seemed to be a roaring success. The amount of people involved here, fantastic. So, hey, I don't know. This event seemed to be, I don't know, the building and building. And that suddenly, yeah, the amount of entrance for this competition was incredible. And so shout out to everyone there at Burnt Island. What a great competition this was. And we dare say we'll be following this competition in future years with a pile of interest. So, yeah, congratulations to everyone who lifted silverware, competed, and to all of the backroom staff who made this event possible. Shout out to Burnt Island. Fantastic event there. Yeah, looking forward to the next one now. <laughs> right. I did mention it to you earlier that Kilbark and Pipe Band have appointed a brand new lead tipper. Now, for that to happen, obviously, their existing lead tipper has to go somewhere. Well, the announcement initially was about the retirement of their lead tipper, Robert Will. Now, Robert has been with Kilbark and Pipe Band for about the last four or five years, from what I remember. Uh, well, yeah, there's there in the statement, Rabbit says five years. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Robert is stepping down, uh, retiring from the role, and is handing the reins to the brand new leading drummer for their Grade 3B band, Louise Hiddleston. Yeah, so congratulations to Louise. Uh, so Louise has been a drummer now for many years and had a ton of great experience, so we're looking forward to seeing what she's going to bring there to that back line at Kilbarkin Pipe Band. Also, Kilbarkin are also bringing in William Laird as a drum tutor. Now, he's going to be helping out uh, tutoring the core and, you know, prospective, you know, new members to the core, beginners and such. And, yeah, th- this is an interesting one that we're seeing more bands do now. That all you know, they appoint a lead tipper, but they also appoint a 
you know, a drum tutor as well to help with tuition of the core and bring people along. So that's an interesting appointment there. So, yeah, congratulations to Louise, brand new lead tipper of Kilbarkin. Also to William as well in his appointment as the drumming tutor. That's an interesting one. And we cannot wait to see what music is going to be played there at Kilbarkin. Very exciting stuff. And to Robert, of course, we wish you well in your retirement. Hang up the sticks and enjoy yourself, mate. Aye, good stuff. Happy that it's exciting whenever you hear about new appointments, isn't it? So, yeah, good luck to Kilbarkin. Can't wait to see you on the grass next year. Mm, exciting. Right, so before we fly on, there was one little story I wanted to get squeezed in here, and that was from Turriff and District, where they're actually selling a set of Andante tenor drums. It's five of them in total, and they're colored dark blue. Now, I think these are, I don't know, I don't know, that honestly, cheap at twice the price. There are four of the drums are a hundred quid each and one of them is seventy-five quid. Seriously? So I think they're giving these away. So yeah, shout out to Turrifin District <laughs> who are selling a set of Andante uh yeah, tenors. If you are interested in the market for these drums, then definitely give them a shout. Turrifin District will be selling these and be very happy for you to tick them. Yeah. Oh, and another little bit of an interesting thing for drummers. I have to give a shout out to Flam 5. Now, we've been talking about their drum cases now for quite a while, uh, but they've got really quite an exciting promotion on at Flam 5 at the moment. I don't know if you managed to catch this, but whenever you go to their website, flam5drumming.com, and obviously you can have a shop around, look at all their merch, of course, all the drum cases well they have an ongoing promotion with drum score editor yeah where if you buy a drum case from them you'll get a full license a full copy of drum score editor for free are you kidding me yep a free drum score editor software with every case that's madness. That's fantastic right there. So, uh, wow. If you haven't caught that yet, or you haven't bought a case yet from Flam5, there hasn't been a better time. Uh, so, yeah, don't forget to use their discount code, discount code, which is DRUMSCORE, at the checkout, and you'll get your free copy. Yeah, so DRUMSCORE editor, uh, free copy for every person who picks up a, a case for their drum. Shout out to Flam5. That's fantastic there. So, yeah, we have talked about the drum score editing software on the show here before. Uh, it's definitely useful, uh, especially at this time of the year when we're currently writing scores and that. So, hey, I don't know. If you needed a case, now, I don't know. Now is definitely the time to go and grab it because you can get free software as well. And that software itself is worth about 30-odd, 40, 30-40-odd quid, something like that. So why not go and get it for free? So shout out to Flam5 Drumming. What a great promotion. With every drum case sold, you get our free copy of the Drum Score Editor. Fantastic. Okay, uh, another little quick one I'm going to squeeze in here is that the Belfast International Tattoo tickets are now on sale. Yes, now I am mentioning this this early uh, because every year the tattoo rolls around and the amount of messages I get from people going, oh, Rob, I didn't get tickets for it. Is it on this weekend? Uh, right, so I'm warning you now in good time. This event always is packed to the teeth. So if you want to get tickets for it, go and grab them now. Avoid your disappointment, all right? Tickets are available on their website now. You can go to the SSE Arena box office or you can go to BelfastInternationalTattoo.com and grab your tickets. It's going to be held on the 6th and 7th of September. There's your dates. Uh, so grab your tickets now. Uh, so, yes. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. Tickets are available now. Go and grab them. And hopefully I'll not get the same as what I get in all the other previous years. Hey, Rob, is there tickets for that other thing? 
That's on tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, come on. I let you know months ago. Why didn't you grab tickets then? So, aye. Avoid disappointment. If anything, it makes for a good Christmas gift, possibly. Yeah, there you go. I know. I mentioned the Christmas word, and it's October. It's hardly even Halloween yet. Anyway, there you go. A possible Christmas gift right there, but tickets for the Belfast Tattoo are available now. You can go and grab them. All right. I have to briefly mention again the Big Rab Show matchmaking service. We did get a number of pipe bands actually following last week's episode who reached out to us and asked could they be added onto our spreadsheet. Yes, and we have done. We have added them. Uh, there's been three bands, I think, added in total. Uh, so we do know that there's a good range of bands all across the UK and internationally as well who are furiously recruiting at the moment and yeah, are keen to get both experienced and complete beginners uh, in through the doors of their band hall. So if your band is recruiting right now, please let us know. The Big Rab Show matchmaking service definitely works. We've got many players on the grass over the last few years of doing this. Um, yeah, it is labor-intensive, however, but we do pride ourselves in being actually able to put brogues on the grass, all right? So if you're a player looking for a band, get in contact with us. If you're a wannabe piper drummer uh, or if you're an experienced competitor, then do get in contact with us if you are looking somewhere to play. And we'll do our best to match it up with a band that's cl- either close to you or at the grade level that is suitable or, rec- yeah, requested i guess so there you are the big rap show matchmaking service is definitely underway we are currently in negotiations with a few different bands and different players you know who you are um (laughs) i'm not going to give you a shout uh but yeah suffice to say get your details into us and we do our best to try and coordinate everything and get it all sort of married up so we get players on the grass eventually there you are so okay rap show matchmaking service underway Okay, there was another competition that took place this past weekend, and that was the Captain John A. McClellan MBE Solo Piping Competition. Now, that was all live-streamed online, thanks to the Army School of Bagpipe Music. You can go and have a watch at it. Uh, We've shared it out there, of course, on the Rab Show socials. Unfortunately, it was happening at the exact same time as the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year, so it did kind of clash with what we were doing, uh, but we did try to share out both streams, both our own from New Zealand and this one, of course, from the Army School of Bagpipe Music. You can go back and watch the entire thing. So... The Peeper competition, the MSR, I think the Open Horn Piping Jig as well was all live streamed so you can go back and watch all of it. So I have to say congratulations to the overall champion who was Willie McCallum. Yes, he did so by winning the MSR uh, as well as picking up fourth place in the Peabrook event. So mathematically, that meant that he came out on top as overall champion. I have to give a shout to Stuart Little as well, who managed to pick up the Premier Peabrook uh, competition. And that earned him a spot then at the recital dinner and everything. which was held next year. So that's exciting. So congratulations to Stuart, also to Willie McCallum and to everybody else who took, place, uh, took part in this. Honestly, I think it was a cracking event all round i did manage to go back and listen to those performances after i caught up on my sleep from everything in new zealand (laughs) and uh, yeah some great performances in there Uh, if anything some of my highlights actually was chris armstrong's msr great stuff Uh, so yeah shout out to all of you guys who took part there congratulations to wally and to stuart as well cracking competition all round the captain john a mclennan mbe solo piping comp there you are Okay, now I did mention that the National Piping Centre had managed to pick themselves up quite a prestigious award. Yeah, thanks to the Glasgow Chamber of Commerce, 
The National Piping Centre were voted Glasgow's favourite business of 2023. What? Yeah, th- this was at the 25th Glasgow Business Awards. Now, we did know that the Piping Centre was up for voting and everything, and we were encouraging folks out there to vote for them wherever possible. And it seems to be that you guys certainly did that, because they won. <laughs> out of all the candidates that were in that category for Glasgow's favourite business, the National Piping Centre definitely had our votes, and I'm so chuffed to see them winning here. Obviously, you know, the National Piping Centre is seen as a bit of a hub for everything during Piping Live, but also for all of the piping scene here in the UK, I would argue. The National Piping Centre is a huge resource of education as well as, uh, you know, you can buy literally everything there at the National Piping Centre. In fact, that's where I get most of my stuff. If I'm not shopping on g1reach.com. Hey! You like the way I got that plug in? Uh, but no, honestly, I know I'm kidding around here, but this is honestly quite an impressive award and so fantastic to see the National Piping Centre coming out on top and being voted as Glasgow's favourite business for 2023. That's fantastic. Full congratulations to the National Piping Centre. Shout out to the Glasgow Chamber of Commerce for running these awards. And uh, yeah, that's absolutely brilliant. Congratulations, everybody there at the NPC. Great stuff. Okay, so just before we do part ways and I go for a cup of tea and go for dates and diary and then another cup of tea and then eventually get into the topic, I have to mention uh, quite an interesting thing that happened just last night. I have to give a shout to Colleen, of course, from North Texas Caledonia Pipes and Drums, uh, who came up with the idea uh, to do something quite special for Katie the Wheeled Piper. Yeah, Katie Robertson, who has had a a bit of a bad run of health over this last three weeks, she's found herself in hospital and has been really quite poorly. And as a result, has found herself really quite bored. And her spirits are maybe not the highest at the moment, going through such a difficult time. Well, Colleen from North Texas came up with the idea of saying, well, why don't we all send her get well soon cards? Yeah, And that was really quite a nice gesture. So she reached out to us at the Big Rab Show thinking, how could we help with this? We said, yeah, we'll try and share the word out there. This is a great idea. Uh, So Colleen came up with a bit of a graphic and everything along, you know, with us sourcing the address for the hospital and all of that kind of stuff. So if you do want to go and send Katie a Get Well Soon card, then go ahead. We've shared those details out there now on the Rab Show socials. And uh, yeah, let's try and lift Katie's spirits a little bit. You know, she is going through some difficult times with her health and everything. And it was just awesome to have her there as part of the Big Rab Show live at Piping Live. I'm sure you've probably listened to that episode now. And uh, unfortunately, over the last three weeks, Katie uh, has not been able to play pipes at all. She's been really unwell. Uh, So unfortunately, yeah, not doing much in the way of piping, just trying to get a handle on her health and everything. So ourselves in the Rab Show want to know, want to let her know that we're thinking about her. Hopefully that her spirits will soon be raised by a wealth of Get Well Soon cards flooding her road. There you are. So just wanted to draw your attention to that. That, yeah, if you would like to send some well wishes to Katie, the, the, the Wheel Piper, uh, yeah, well, go and check that out. We've shared out the details of everything of where you can send your Get Well Soon card. There you are. Get well soon, Katie. Uh, yeah, hope you're feeling well soon. And uh, yeah, I hope that the pipe and folk out there do manage to send you a wee card or two. Yeah. Okay, now just at the point of me recording this, the Piper's Dojo have launched something really quite exciting. Now, 
this is always what happens. I hit record on the podcast and then something cool happens. And then I'm having to go, oh, I have to talk about this thing. And then before I know it, I'm out here in my garage for hours, still going over cool things that have happened. Uh, so shout out to Andrew Douglas. This is awesome. And I, oh, I'm going to have to get Andrew on the show to talk about this. All right. So, right. Bear with. I'm going to have to get Andrew on to talk about this exciting new venture that the dojo have just launched. What am I talking about? They are launching a full yeah, tuning algorithm, basically. <laughs> they are launching a full tuning course, which they are calling the Bagpipe Tuning Algorithm. Now, algorithm does sound complicated, but whenever you watch Andrew's introductory video where he breaks it all down to say, well, algorithm sounds fancy, but basically means that it's kind of, right, this is what we do. This is how we tune pipes. This is how we go about it. It's the same way it's always been. And the you know, there's no tricks or anything involved here. Uh, so he does a fantastic job of explaining how bagpipe tuning works and all of it and what the course will offer you. Now, this, I don't know, there's so much detail here to unpack. Uh, but what I would urge you to do is to go along now to the Piper's Dojo and check out these introductory videos for the Great Bagpipe Tuning Algorithm course. There is a huge amount of information at stake here. Andrew seems to have been working on this since about this time last year and has now finally launched it. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's, there's a huge body of work here. and uh, Teaching people how to tune pipes correctly, I guess. And it can be really quite invaluable for a lot of folk. Uh, so, myself included. <laughs> who, yeah, I'm still struggling trying to tune my own drones. Don't even talk to me. Uh, Hours and hours and hours of going, wow, 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 wow. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so yeah, the great bagpipe tuning algorithm tuning course from the Piper's Dojo. Very exciting stuff. So as I say, just launched it today with a couple of introductory videos talking about what exactly it's all about. Go to pipersdojo.com forward slash tuning. That's where it all is. Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited for this. Shout out to the dojo. What a great idea great idea so yeah i'm gonna have to get andrew on the show to talk about this uh so yeah as soon as i'm finished editing this week's show i'm gonna be on the phone here to andrew to get him on uh the pod next week to let us hear more all about this oh fantastic great stuff all righty folks you guessed it hi it's time for me to go and get my first cup of tea i suppose maybe another one i don't know how many cups have i had now already okay (laughs) who cares (laughs) it's gonna be one of them shows this week Yeah, I think it's time for Dates for Your Diary, don't you? It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Okay, time for Dates for Your Diary then, I think. So, pen and paper at the ready. Uh, But some of these dates you may already be aware of. We spoke about them last week, but we'll just go back over them again then, shall we? Yeah. So, well, 14th and 15th of October sees the Seaside Highland Games, which are taking place in Ventura, County Fairgrounds there in California. Yeah, so that's a day for your diary right there. Uh, also, the World Solo Drumming Championships is fast coming upon us. The 21st of October, yeah, in the Glasgow Caledonian University, of course. So, World Solo Drumming, the full draw is available. You can go back and, well, have a view at it on the website. It's all up there now. Also on the 21st, 22nd and 23rd of October is the Stone Mountain Highland Games. They're back again. Yeah, Stone Mountain Park, of course, 
welcomes the return of the Stone Mountain Highland Games in Stone Mountain in Georgia. How many times have I said Stone Mountain there? Tons. But there you go. That's days for your diary there. 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of October. Also, on the 28th of October is the 50th Glenfiddich Championship. Definitely a date for your diary for solo piping fans. This is honestly the pinnacle of solo piping. I don't need to tell you. But yeah, if you are wanting to tune in and catch the live stream... That is a date for your diary right there. 20th of October, the 50th Glenfiddich Championship. Also, we have on the 4th of November, the Charleston Scottish Games. Yes, this will be taking place in the Riverfront Park in North Charleston there in South Carolina. There you are. So, if you think there's no pipe in action happening, there's plenty. So, there, get that date in your diary. Also, another date for your diary, the 18th of November, is the Livy Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming Championship. Of course, there in Livingston in Scotland. Now, ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we will be there, of course, filming every aspect of it and doing our best to bring all of that action to our YouTube channel. Now, we won't be live streaming, unfortunately, but we will be filming for upload to our YouTube channel from the Livy Invitational. So, looking forward to that, actually. Quite a cracking event. If you are looking tickets for it, by the way, eh, you're out of luck. The whole thing's sold out. Uh, but, yeah. What a cracking event. We're really looking forward to that. So that's on the 18th of November. And expect all of that action to be on our YouTube channel uh, about a day or two after that. So looking forward to that. There you go. All right. So that's it for Dates for Your Diary. I think you've waited long enough at this point. Let's get into what everybody is tuning in to hear. Yeah. Me sweating over one of the biggest topics of the week that I've ever had to tackle possibly in a while. Um, Right. Time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. Or maybe two this time. (laughs) It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Alright, topic of the week time. You've waited long enough. Let's get into it. Yeah, and when I say you've waited long enough, uh, you have waited months for this. Uh, So, where to begin with all of this, folks? Um, Right, well, first of all, by way of a precursor, we have to talk about the eventual, the results that we got from the World Championships in Grade 1 are not in question here. All right? I have to say that. We honestly believe that People's Forward, Bogholm and Bathgate are absolutely deserved world champions and walked off of that field with the Jubilee Trophy and Banner with, yeah, absolute pride and deservedly so. That We do believe that. So we are not calling into question the results here at all. Okay, now let me put that out there to begin with. Uh, We're not calling into question the results at all. But what we are calling into question are something else. And this is what we want to talk about on the show this week. Also, we do know that there is a judge involved in the middle of all of this. And we do know that that judge is Nat Russell. 
He was responsible for judging the MSR leg of the World Championships on the Friday, the 18th of August. And we've been mentioning it before in the show that his results were scrubbed from the final counting and everything uh, from the final positions. Now, uh, the reason why this decision was made is what we want to talk about. We also want to talk about what happened afterwards and what the piping world now finds itself in in the middle of a very weird, very controversial and possible legal situation and has made both ourselves here on The Big Rab Show and a lot of other media outlets very nervous to talk about this because of a multitude of different reasons. And we will get into all of it on this week's topic. We're going to do our best to get through all of it, the situation as it was, as it is, and what it could be in the future. Uh, Now, we're not going to be giving across our own opinions on this. I have to stress this. Uh, Any opinions on that that has been sent through to us um, have come through bigrabshow at gmail.com, our email address. There's been a wealth of correspondence to ourselves on the Big Rab Show following the Worlds. Now, normally after the World Championships, we would definitely be celebrating a new world champion and we'll be talking all about it, of course, and how amazing it was. And yes, we have to agree. It absolutely was such a great celebration of piping and drumming. You can hear all about it on our podcasts, of course, as we look back. And absolutely, People's Forward Ball on Bathgate walked into that circle and convincingly lifted that world title. That is not in question here. Uh, so... What is in question, though, is, uh, yeah, what the board of directors and that have done. It does call a lot of things into question and it does leave us all in the piping scene in a bit of a weird situation. So I know I'm sounding very cryptic here, okay? But let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Right. On the Saturday, obviously the results were read out from grade one and we crowned our world champions. People's Ford Boghall walked off the park as world champions and the world celebrated and relished in and yeah, such an amazing win. However, very shortly after that, I'm guessing about an hour later uh, from when the results were read out, I was on the plane journey home and then someone behind me said, Hey, has anybody seen pipesdrums.com? And of course, everyone, you know, we were on the plane, so we were like, No, no, I haven't. I just, Go and have a read at it, is all I heard behind me. So, of course, straight onto my phone, straight onto pipestrums.com. What's going on? What's happening? Now, this, yeah, was really unexpected and has had, I don't know, massive shockwaves throughout the piping scene since this. Not even an hour since we crowned our world champions, we got a statement where all grade one bands were handed as part of their summary sheets. So you get your summary sheets, you know, you get your judging sheets as well, your ensemble, your pipe and your drumming. And then there was an extra white slip of paper that was in here for grade one pipe majors. And it said, statement, unheaded paper from the RSPBA. And it said, I'm going to read verbatim here. The directors of the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association has expressed concern regarding administrative shortcomings in the adjudication process involving a piping adjudicator in the Grade 1 MSR leg of the World Pipe Band Championship on Friday 18th of August 2023. After due consideration with the APMB representatives and the adjudicator concern, the directors remain 
of the view that they must have confidence that the process of overall evaluation is foolproof and that the reputation of the World Pipe Band Championships is protected. As a consequence, the overall placing of the adjudicator concerned will not, underlined, will not be included in this year's computation of results. Signed, the Board of Directors which was misspelled, by the way. Directors. There was too many R's in there. Anyway, but this statement was handed to pipe bands as they were heading back to their hotels. In some cases, you know, licking their wounds after quite a difficult two days of competition at the top flight. And in some cases, a lot of bands were, yeah, (laughs) looking through and see where exactly they went wrong in their performance. You know, what, what habits... What had us in the top six? What didn't have us in the top six? You know, as bands do, everyone loves to see those summary sheets and head to the beer tent and then start to unpick, well, where did it go wrong, folks? But instead of looking through where their performances went wrong, every band were talking about this. This statement that came from the board of directors. And, um, yeah, let's say the piping world was ablaze ever since. Now, ourselves here on the Big Rab Show, we haven't really talked much about this because we realise how much of an earth-shattering moment this is for the piping scene, and we know how controversial it is. Uh, We know that as a result of the singling out of this one piping adjudicator, the world knows who it is, and it doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Now, yeah, we all know who it is. It's Nat Russell. And that is the adjudicator whose scores was not included on the Friday. Now, after this statement was issued, there was a wealth of online commentary, as I'm sure you will imagine. Ourselves in the Big Rab Show, our mailbox filled. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. We got so much correspondence on this, it would make your head spin. So many people had all sorts of different theories and rumours and stories and he said she said there was so much of it it was crazy and up until now it's been very difficult to sort fact from fiction even now it's still incredibly difficult to sort fact from fiction and yeah we're going to play one of the weekly drones that we got which really captured i think the mood at the time of this announcement this is one of the weekly drones that we've got so many, uh, but we've cherry-picked this one as being quite accurate in describing just the mood of the time. So, yeah, JD, let us hear this weekly drone we got. It's a weekly drone! What is going on? Seriously, Rab, come on. What is going on? Scrubbing results and then a wall of silence? Are you serious? What a year it's been for RSPBA. Blunder after blunder. And now this? Wow. The memories of happier times when all we had to complain about was RSPBA spending all of the members' money on a fancy new headquarters? Oh yeah, remember that wee chestnut? A lot of outstanding questions there. Well, now we're on to a totally different can of worms here, eh? Oh, what a mess. Absolute shambles, mate. Yeah, what an absolute mess. 
I think. It's been an incredibly difficult season for a multitude of reasons. And to have this on top of everything, I don't know. It just, it's so difficult. We do understand, you know, there's a multitude of different reasons that that could have caused this. But we're not going to get into any of that. There's tons of rumours about, oh, there was placing issues. Oh, there was paperwork issues. All of that aside, because we probably will never hear about them. Uh, There's been tons of questions asking RSPBA to communicate, well, what? caused this decision to be made and i don't think we're ever going to hear that now this is possibly the biggest part of the story here is that once this statement was issued to bands there has been nothing said following this now i mean absolute wall of silence i have never seen anything quite like it Obviously, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we have been in contact with RSPPA headquarters now for weeks. We have been telling them, the door is open. Please come on our show and talk about this. We're doing a specific podcast all about it. We want someone from HQ to join us and talk about it. Tell us what happened. How was this decision reached? How, you know, was it voted on? Was, you know, just what went into all of this? And so far, nothing absolutely bubkiss and it's the strangest thing Uh, so i don't know i still don't know really where quite to begin with this because we don't have any answers to talk about so that's where we are right now the situation as it stands is that we have this statement telling us what happened we have the results showing us what happened and no explanation as a result Now, ever since this story broke, it's also been in local press. It's been in newspapers like the Scottish Daily Express, the Daily Mail. It's also, of course, been on Pipesdrums.com. But it's also been on Piping Press as well, where there was a review published of the World Championship. And they spoke about this very situation, giving various opinions and thoughts on what should be done following the Nat Russell situation. And... Yeah, it has caused a wealth of debate in the piping scene as to what exactly should be done. So, it is across on all sorts of different media platforms. You can go back and read at them at your leisure. One of which that I would really point you in the direction of is a piece that was published by PipesDrums.com. Now, it wasn't an opinion piece and things like that, because there's plenty of those. But there's one where they actually published an open letter from an active grade one band to the directors of the RSPBA themselves. Now, this was published on pipesdrums.com to try and maximize the amount of eyes on it, I suppose. Um, But I think the letter, the open letter itself, does, again, capture what we just got in that weekly drone. What a mess. Yeah. So let's talk about it. The open letter that was published on pipesdrums.com, you can go back and view it. Uh, I'll read you the first paragraph, and that kind of gives us a bit of a flavor. So the pipe band community, represented, represented by bands, musicians, and enthusiasts from all around the world, collectively holds grave concern regarding the recent decision to nullify adjudicator Nat Russell's results from the Grade 1 MSR of the World Pipe Band Championship on the 18th of August. This unprecedented act accompanied by an absence of transparency, threatens the trust and integrity upon which our community depends. And that's how the letter is opened. And folks, just to summarize the feeling I believe that is out there by piping folks, is that that is the crux of it right there. Is that now 
the very trust that we had in RSPBA to run a competition to have it judged fairly and crown eventual champions absolutely you know is that trust there anymore whenever a decision like this can be made and yeah not communicated clearly enough as to why i guess now again we're not calling into question the result here all right but what we are calling into question is the communication behind it that statement that i just read there at the beginning there was decided on by the board of directors we do know that the board of directors have made up of people from various different branches from across the rspba where they have to meet together collectively and make a decision we do know that there have been some recent branch meetings both here in northern ireland and across in scotland and various other places and it seems to be that the communication again is kind of lacking I believe that the questions have been asked about this situation by a lot of the Grade 1 Pipe Majors, by membership across the board, and the answers that we're all getting so far have not been very clear. In fact, I could say they're almost the opposite of which. Whenever people are asked about, well, how was this decision made? It was made by the Board of Directors. Okay, can you tell us who the Board of Directors were there who made the decision? We don't have that information. Okay, uh, do you know, uh, was there a meeting held? Did the board of directors meet together and say, right, folks, we need to make a choice here. Uh, what do we do? Uh, no, we don't have that information. Uh, so, it's getting very frustrating. We don't have any answers and no clear path ahead. And as a result, it has called everything that we compete at into question. The reason it does so is because on the Friday... Obviously, the full competition was judged and handled and everything, but then there was an impromptu meeting held on the Friday and a decision was made. And bands were allowed to come in the following day and compete. And the decision from the previous evening was not communicated to the bands until the very end. So bands essentially were competing on the Saturday, believing everything was above board, only to find there was a problem. And it's too late to do anything about it now because we've already crowned our champions. The decision had been made ages ago. Here's the statement that's been prepared for you and we'll see you next year. And that puts everyone in an incredibly difficult situation. It also, I have to say, it does call into question the element of trust. Uh, Whenever you rock up to a pipe band competition, you do trust that it will be adjudicated and you know we have an element of trust there that this will all be ran above board and because we don't know what went into making this decision to begin with then that loses that element of trust there but why are you not telling us this and i think that's the big crux here communication communication is absolutely key now we have seen the rspba themselves had a wrap over the knuckles before from the ocr organization who, you know, were the charities organisation that took care of registered charities here in the UK. And they did mention to RSPBA that they needed to be more transparent with their membership. And this is all around the time of the redevelopment of the headquarters there in Glasgow. Whenever we talked all about that, remember? Mm, that hasn't really gone away. That With a pile of questions still left unanswered. And I have no doubt those questions will remain unanswered. Because here we are, 2023, years later, and... It still has a bit of a shadow over us, doesn't it? Well, here we are now with possibly one of the biggest things to ever happen at the World Championships, in my memory, 
in my competitive memory. <laughs> and yeah, I guess here's the statement. There'll be no more said about it. And we'll see you next year. I just don't know where we can go from this without further communication from RSPBA. There has been various different suggestions online about, well, I don't know, how can we move forward from this? So many bands are saying now, and I'm not going to name the bands or the individuals who mentioned it to us, but they are now talking some really quite scary repercussions as a result of this. Some bands are suggesting that, you know, if it can't be trusted to run a competitive event fairly with open communication, then why compete? Why turn up to a competition where a decision could be made at the last moment and alter everything and you don't get told until everybody's at home and you're told not to ask questions? Which is a fair point. There's been also some suggestions as well about attending various AGMs and meetings and things and trying to sort it out by asking questions. And that's been tried already from what we can see at the branch meetings. And again, the communication doesn't appear to be quite clear. There's been all sorts of craziness online as well, suggesting, well, why don't we set up a rival organization? You know, the RSPBA is one association. Why don't we do like the golf did or the darts do? You know, and you have like rival organizations. You'll have darts players that play for one league. You have another darts organization that plays for another. Both darts league have their own world championships, I guess. And same for the golf as well. Some have their own world tournaments. Some have their other open tournaments. I don't know. I'm not a huge golf fan. But I am told that there are rival organizations out there. Some better than others. And, you know, it's up to the, the golfer, the dart player, or in this case, the pipe band, which organization you want to be a member of and which competition you want to compete for. And uh, is now the time to establish a new pipe band organization? That's an interesting one. I just don't know how much legs that one actually has. Um, but it's an interesting one. Certainly we'll be keeping across that, you know. Now, there has been all sorts of other uh, controversy, you know, talking about social media extremists. And it's been, obviously we've been talked about in there too, about, you know, the Big Rab Show laying waste to the RSPBA, you know. That, that, like, come on. Uh, we have completely avoided this topic <laughs> as a result up until now. Uh, but yeah, the the online outrage that there has been and the social media fire that has been since then, it's been... I don't know, an outpouring of anger, frustration, and outright disappointment from a lot of people from across the globe. Not just saying just here in the UK, but also across the world, where a lot of people are just disappointed in the handling of all of this. We really do hope that RSPBA will communicate something, anything at this point. But from past experience, no, that nothing ever does get communicated i guess now ourselves in big rab show we do know that uh, one of the media outlets that does seem to have a bit of an inside connection with the board of directors is piping press now piping press in the past have published various different articles and stuff with statements and things you know talking about the headquarters redevelopment situation for example they were saying about how positive a situation it was and how a lot of bands were going to get a lot of use out of this great new headquarters and look it's all shiny and new it isn't a class brilliant and they got a lot of like interviews and exclusive uh you know statements and notations and stuff from people who are on the board of directors and we've seen a lot of communication handled that way by rspba through 
piping press. However, this has not happened this time. RSPBA have been largely silent on this. And I just don't know where it's going to go. Now, we do know that your branch meetings is the official way that we would recommend that you go and you raise questions. Absolutely. Go to your branch meeting, ask the question. We can never guarantee that you're going to get an answer to the question, but ask it anyway. And then, hopefully, those questions will get fed through to HQ whenever they do eventually hold their AGM. Now, I do know on good authority that apparently there is all sorts of movements behind the scenes to try and get these questions answered. And what questions exactly am I talking about here? Alright, let's get into them. (laughs) Because there's so many. Uh, I've got a hashtag list for you. Okay, number one on the list. How was this decision reached and who made the decision? Alright, Now, if it's a collective of people, it's in the collective whom made the decision. Now, we know it's signed off by the board of directors, but who specifically? Uh, We do want to know who was part of that meeting, if there was a meeting held, and all of that. Yeah. Also, another fair question that has been asked so many times of us in the Rab Show, and we want to reflect it here in this week's pod, is why were the bands not involved in this? Why were the bands not involved in this decision, this discussion? None of it. Bands were informed at the end of it all. Communication was not open. It was closed. And it was closed to those board of directors who made that decision. There is also a huge question on the communication front. Why is this so silent? Why is no one talking about this? Now, we do understand that, you know, there could possibly be many, many different legal uh, implications with this situation at the moment. Which is honestly why ourselves in the Big Rab Show have been kind of reticent to try and talk about this. Because we know that there are many, many, many different intricacies with this. And can have a huge effect uh, for a lot of people. Uh, So, yeah, we have been a bit on the back foot trying our best not to talk about it but we've neglected it for so long we have to and we've mentioned this on previous pods that event yes we will talk about it we'll get there eventually bear with us because yeah uh, we've always prided ourselves here in the big rap show that we're the voice of the piping folk and right now we've been relatively silent on all of this we haven't spoke about any of it at all but yeah this is us sticking our neck above the parapet We have absolutely no doubt we're about to get our head cut off because of it. But we have to. We have to talk about this. Uh, It's a huge situation that has had, I don't know, has far-reaching implications for next season, the season after, and for seasons to come. I just don't know where it's all going to go. So that's a few questions as well. There's a wealth of others as well. Like, where do we go from here? What's going to happen next year? Uh, you know, and I don't know, what what will the makeup of the board of directors look like? What would the adjudication panel look like? Uh, you know, the adjudicators panel management board, which is that APMB that they spoke about, were involved in that decision as well. So the RSPBA board of directors made the decision, but they also met with the APMB. So that was an inclusion in there. So many different moving parts to this. And I think that's what makes it so complicated. And it also leaves it so open to rumour, conjecture and hearsay. That's one of the things that's really taken us this long to produce the, you know, the, 
the script and everything. Believe it or not, I do have a script uh, for this week's episode. Um, there's so much unanswered questions here. I could read you this hashtag. There's so many here. Uh, but I need to wrap this up eventually. Um, there's so many different moving parts to this. And it's the silence overall that for some people speaks volumes. But for others, it's concerning. My own opinion on this is that I believe in open communication wherever possible. And if the RSPBA have the opportunity to communicate this, then they really should. You know, they can say, hi, look, we had a situation. This is what the situation was. We had to do something to rectify it. And we did that. Whether it was the right decision or not, you can draw your conclusion. But this is how we reached that decision. You know, and at least give us a reasoning of it to let us better understand exactly what happened. Now, I, th- I think throughout all of this, again, I must reiterate that we are not calling into question Nat Russell, the judge. We have absolutely no doubt that he judged fairly that competition. We also have to say that we have absolutely no doubt that People's Ford, Ball, and Bathgate walked in there and deserved that title, along with all of the other bands that placed in the top six that day in the Friday and, of course, the Saturday and walked out with their trophies. We have no doubt of that at all. We've been singing their praises, actually. All of you grade one big guns. We've been playing all of your performances across on Fuse FM for this last three, four weeks now. And it's been fantastic. We've been really enjoying the standard of music. And it's just incredible. My heart goes out to the guys of People's Forward that this, in a way, has unfortunately mired their otherwise fantastic achievement. The world celebrated with People's Ford, and I was one of them. I was cheering along going, yes, the boggies did it. And I was so happy. And then this happens. And it brought everything crashing down. You know, we've had so many different things go wrong this season. Uh, We've had, you know, a reduction in major championships this year. We've had computation of results go incorrectly with wrong Uh, champions announced and everything and it's just been one error after the next and hasn't been the most successful season for rspba in our book and your book (laughs) we've been getting tons of communication to that fact so no doubt we'll get into that in a future pod Uh, but yeah you know we understand that these errors happen we're all human Uh, but at the same time when silence happens and questions are being asked and no question or no answers are given that just opens the door for all sorts of crazy rumor crazy conjecture and going oh well this is what i've heard blah 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 there's been so many rumors about this story that would make your head spin now i've seen some even published online as being absolutely factual yeah, the RSPBA themselves don't communicate clearly what the message is, then it does leave it open for things like this, I guess. So ourselves, our advice is, honestly, please don't pay attention to the rumor. All right, there's plenty of them out there. We've possibly heard them all at this point. There's so many different stories about what exactly happened. We just don't know what happened. All right. So let me read you that statement again that we got from RSPBA because that's all we can really hang our hat on for now. The directors of the RSPBA has expressed concern regarding administrative shortcomings in the adjudication process involving a piping adjudicator in the Grade 1 MSR leg of the World Pipe Band Championship on Friday 18th. All right, now they didn't say exactly what the administrative shortcomings were. Move on. 
After due consultation with the APMB, which is the Adjudication Panel Management Board, representatives and the adjudicator concerned. So we know that Nat Russell was involved in that meeting too. The directors remain of the view that they must have confidence that the overall process evaluation is foolproof and that the reputation of the World Pipe and Championships is protected. As a consequence, the overall placing of the adjudicator concerned will not be included in this year's computation of results signed the board of directors. There you are. So that's who we should aim our questions at. Now, there is one question that has everybody puzzled. And we still really don't understand it ourselves. It doesn't make a pile of sense. Now, we know that this adjudicator, Nat Russell, was there on the Friday judging the Grade 1 MSR. I was on the Friday. Now, we've seen this now. There was a decision made on the Friday evening to scrub the results. Okay, that's not cool. We understand that's not great. But it is what it is. The next day, on the Saturday, Nat Russell was back again in the circle with a clipboard, judging away. And everyone was wondering, um, why? You know, uh, if this decision was made uh, to scrub his results from the Grade 1 MSR on the Friday, then why was he back in the park judging the following day? This is what a lot of people are now currently asking. Well, if there was a concern about this judge's results from one grade, then why is there not a concern about this judge's results for other grades? And that's a fair question. Again, this question, I believe, has been asked. And again, no answers are forthcoming. So I guess I'm going to refer you back to that statement that we all got. (laughs) And uh, yeah, you can go back and you can read all these various different websites, some of which have published opinion pieces, along with pipesdrums.com. We've done their best to try and be across this story. It really is a tangled web depending on which media source you read. If you read like the Daily Mail or Daily Express, that kind of give a non-piping perspective on it. Obviously, you can read Piping Press and PipesDrums.com. You can read their perspective on it as well. Ourselves on The Big Rab Show, our perspective at the moment is we don't have one. Um, We are just frustrated with the lack of communication, I guess. We have opened the door and we have contacted RSPBA now for weeks. We've been in contact with the office, emailing them, all of that. We've been doing our best to try and get someone from HQ to talk to us, to tell us exactly what is going on, help us to communicate your message to the piping folk so we can get we can get rid of all this rumor, all of this nastiness and the pointing fingers and all of the craziness that goes with it, and we can move on from this and begin to build towards next season i don't know it just seems like a huge dark cloud is hanging over the piping scene right now because of this and if only if only the rspba themselves would give us something anything even just to tell us the decision was made on the saturday and we won't talk about it again all right there will be no more talk about it that's even if they did that then that would be fine. We could say, all right, you're drawing a line under it. That sounds ultra shady, but fine. (laughs) I guess the wall of silence, it does create the impression that there's something there to hide. And I think that's the big concern here. Why the silence? Why not answer questions that should be easily enough explained with the truth and say, hi, right, okay, we had a problem. This is what the crack was. We made a decision, and hey, that's what it is. All right? 
whether you're happy with that decision or not, eh, that's neither here nor there. So, but either way, this is what happened. This is the decision, and we move on. But we haven't had that. We've been told that it's an administrative anomaly, which only kind of raises more questions. You're like, well, what? What kind of administrative? What? What is that? You know? Now, we do understand that the RSPBA themselves probably would have poured over the content of that statement for a long time. We dare say that that was not put out on a whim. That was something that would have been poured over, no doubt. And perhaps even in some of its language, we do reckon that there could well have been a legal eye cast over this. Uh, So it does raise so many eyebrows. And then the silence afterwards has raised so much concern. Again, I'm going to point you back to that open letter that was published on pipesdrums.com from a active grade one pipe band who weren't named. Uh, yeah, this unprecedented act accompanied by the absence of transparency threatens the trust and integrity upon which our community depends. There you go. Now, there is various different online people and you know, sources like uh, Piping Press and all of that ha- that have called for things, scary things, like a judicial review. There has been a lot of talk about that, you know, with online people uh, commenting on various different posts and stuff. And, yeah, there has been a talk for a possible judicial review into all of this and to how the RSPBA managed to come to this decision and how it was all, you know, was it within all of the... You know, terms and conditions of competition, I guess. I don't, I, just, I don't understand all of it, if I'm honest. There's so many, so much ins and outs with all of this and the legal implications of it all that would make your head spin. But there has been some various calls about, you know, the transparency around all of this and the communication. And can we now go back and do a full judicial review of how this was actually decided? How can we get to this decision and what are you know, what are the rules in place that allows this to happen? And if there aren't any rules in place, then um, why not? And have the RSPBA actually failed to adhere to the rules that were governing pipe band competitions? And if that's the case, then does that, I don't know, where does that lead us, I guess? Uh, I don't know. There's so many ins and outs with this, folks. And I know I'm failing dismally right now to try and tackle all of this. So many different elements. But... I have to say, again, I know I've re-emphasized this a few times, I believe our world championships were one of the best ever. You can go back and have a listen to all of our on-the-ground reports. I honestly think it was such a cracking event. So enjoyable. And honestly, the standard on display, especially in Grade 1, was just incredible. I don't envy any of our judges stepping in there, the circle with the clipboard. Uh, Yeah, not the easiest job in the world. Anyway, folks... I want you all to draw your own conclusions on this one. This is a very fluctuating and developing situation right now. I know it's possibly, what, about eight weeks, possibly less than that, from we actually crowned our world champions and we walked away thinking all was great and then we got this slip of paper. Ever since we got that statement, yikes. The piping world has been ablaze with all sorts of negativity and finger pointing and it's just been madness. All right, so if you have questions, queries, comments on anything we spoke about on this week's Big Rab Show, please do send them in to us. 
please don't put us in a court of law uh, because uh, honestly, right now, we're just reporting the story as it stands. We're not reporting on opinions here. This is not our opinions. We are not pointing fingers at anybody to be particularly to blame. But we are talking about the situation as it stands and we want to reflect your voice. You folks out there in the piping world have let your voices be heard loud online on social media. However, I would encourage you to attend uh, your various AGMs. Your branch meetings and stuff are very important at this point. If you do have concerns about any of this, then please raise it with your band secretary, your PM, your lead tipper, whatever. Discuss it with them and then have them raise your concerns at the upcoming meetings. Ah. And uh, yeah, we want to try and help ourselves here in the Big Rab Show. Want to do our best to try and open that door of communication, so piping folk can talk to headquarters, and headquarters can talk to piping folk. That's exactly what we're here for. But it always seems to be a bit of a one-way conversation, and that's so unfortunate. So if anybody from headquarters is listening right now, and we know that a good lot of you do. Please do get in contact with us in the Big Rab Show. We would love to talk to you about this situation and try and find out exactly what the heck happened and what can we communicate to our listeners, to our piping audience, to those who are so concerned right now. And the loss of trust and all of that is a big deal. It's a big deal, especially yeah, when we're talking about such a big event like this, like the World Championships. Trust and integrity goes such a long way. and So does communication and transparency. It cannot be underestimated. And in a situation like this where no one wins, it's a horrible, horrible debacle. All of this is just nasty. And communication is key here. Yeah. All right. I feel I'm talking in circles right now. I would recommend that you go and check out the various different news sources. Again, I would recommend that you steer clear of social media uh, because (laughs) there is so much rumors floating around about this and all being put out there as truth as well. And that's kind of scary. So maybe don't pay attention to the rumor machine. Uh, Do pay attention to what is being put out as fact. And uh, it is what it is, I guess. So what we know as fact is that statement. We have our summary sheets and that's it. So, by way of a massive disclaimer, those uh, <laughs> those questions and all of that kind of stuff has been yeah sent into us by you guys. None of the opinions formed in this week's topic of the week as that of the Big Rab Show team or any of our associated sponsors is basically all from listener communication and from stuff that we've managed to find from various news sources online, be it from pipestrums.com, the Daily Mail, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. We've managed to find it everywhere. So I managed to quote all my references earlier. There you go. So, folks, as this situation develops, which I I pretty much will put money on it that it will, uh, yeah, we're aware that AGMs and various meetings will be happening in the near future. We are sure that the board of directors will be meeting again very soon as well. And no doubt this will be on the topic for discussion. And whether those minutes will get published don't know but we really hope so uh, we know that the previous minutes from meetings of the board of directors have been published so that'll make for an interesting read right now uh, if this does get talked about and what any yeah future communications on this topic will be we just don't know but we will share them with you here on the big rab show as soon as they are announced or published anywhere for that matter again a huge topic of the week i feel i have spoke for way too long and um but I think it's been way too long for me not speaking about this. This is a huge, huge issue. 
Now, it has massive repercussions for our competitive season next year. And that can't be underestimated. As we mentioned earlier, the trust and integrity that the RSPBA have had, a lot of the pipeline community do not hold that anymore. Yeah, and the communication and transparency that we need isn't happening and we really hope that in the next week two weeks three weeks whatever it be that we will eventually see that veil drop and we will find out something from rspba hq as to what it will be no clue but i'm not holding my breath because <laughs> we've been reaching out to them for weeks now and we've got nothing back uh, anyway you know, I'm not upset. You're ignoring all my emails. Don't you love me? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> As I think move on, we should. I think, honestly, the focus here on the Big Rab Show should not be dwelling on a, such a negative story as this. We did want to dedicate a full episode to this and then very swiftly move on. Yeah, and move on we shall. We're going to focus on the music. We're going to focus on the enjoyment of our piping and drumming scene as it should be. And then all of this other stuff, this controversy, the drama, all of that nonsense, we'll focus on again, I guess, at another time. But I'm hoping when we do come back to this situation that it will definitely be rectified or communicated in some way that bands feel, okay, fair enough, that's okay, we'll move on, you know? Will that happen? Don't know. Do I need to remind you about the HQ redevelopment situation? Hmm. Our weekly droner talked about it there, and there are still unanswered questions. And a lot of them kind of ring true in this situation also. Questions are being asked, no answers. <sighs> Alright folks, thank you all for downloading this week. That's been a strenuous episode. And I dare say, there's bound to be <sighs> bound to be areas of this that I've missed, I've no doubt. So, as always, email me in your thoughts, feelings, comments, any of it, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. This is such a controversial area, one of which we've been reluctant to talk about. Maybe we should have stayed silent on this, but we felt there was no alternative. Uh, yeah, we had to be reflective of the voice of the piping scene. And yeah, we would be completely remiss if we didn't talk about it. Because, yeah, some of the emails that we got in suggested it's the elephant in the room, Rab, and you're no talking about it. What's the crack? So, yeah, we've talked about that big elephant standing there in the road. Right, can we now get on with all our stuff that's a lot more fun? <laughs> all right, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Thank you, everyone. And as always, just a quick reminder, don't forget you can possibly drop us a little nomination for Trad Music in the Media. Yep, Scott's Tribe Music Awards. Just to remind you again, nominations are open. Go to number six, Tribe Music in the Media, and drop us in a little nomination there, The Big Rab Show. We'd be very appreciative, especially after this week's nonsense. That's been a tough episode. Also, don't forget The Big Rab Show Awards are still underway. We are still gathering nominations as we speak, uh, but they are closing very soon, actually. We're going to be announcing the finalists on next week's Big Rab Show. Yeah, so you haven't got long, actually, to get your nominations in. As we've already mentioned, get your nominations in now, okay? I've already talked about that enough on this week's pod. 14th of October, it all closes. Get your nominations in. All right, folks, I am out the door. I think at this point I deserve another cup of tea, don't you? (laughs) All right, by way of a huge disclaimer that we've mentioned all of this before, 
if you are aggrieved with anything that we've said on this week's show, the opinions shared on that on this week's pod is not that, not of the Big Rab Show team or any of its members or any of our associated sponsors. Please do direct any concerns to bigrabshow at gmail.com and we will do our best to try and address any concerns. There you go. All right, folks. I'm out the door eventually. I'll see you all in the next one. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So, until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.